We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the Hot Corner. Posenden getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Whoa! Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, there is the Les Schwab Tires podcast. You can download that at 1080thefan.com. Also, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow. Four, tasting room with Altamont Beer Works. Mike and I are currently discussing Jewish delis. I should put my mic on. You Jewish, your Jewish delis, yes. I need the Jew to talk about Jew stuff. Yeah, that was, uh, we, we were wow. talking during the break because I went to a place in New Jersey when I was there for Thanksgiving called Harold's for the first time. Man, they make good food. And, um, well, <laughs> you have not been to Harold's, but they I are. Know. No, I just mean you guys make good food. Thank you. Thanks. The uh, The Jewish deli there, the sandwiches are enormous. That's why I don't hate anybody. Like, every, well, I hate some people, but I love all all people. Because food's good. Because food's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, just enormous, like, $35 sandwiches, which are, I mean, the price is worth it for the amount of food you're getting. Yeah. And then we were talking about the Jewish delis in Portland because... Um, we've had a couple. I've, I've been usually Kenny and Zooks is the one that I've gone to. You mentioned Corn Blots on 23rd is another mm-hmm. one that you've gone to. Um, I'm trying to find one. If there's any anyone that has pastrami that's even close, please tell me because it's good. I'm not saying any of it's bad, but it just doesn't compare. Just doesn't. Do it, it just does not compare. I want to say there's a pastrami uh, good pastrami sandwich somewhere here off of uh, McAdam. Down here on the South Waterfront what? area. No way. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Text line, please help. Give us the best pastrami sandwiches in the city. Because I know there's one nearby. I don't even need, just tell me about the best pastrami by itself. The pastrami itself will make the sandwich amazing. So if you, I will eat the pastrami by itself. You're just looking for that quality deli. Yes. Cornblots wow. has a really serious corned beef hash. Mm. It's pretty good. Uh, Kenny and Zooks has a good pastrami hash as well. My go-to is I get... 
Dr. Brown's Diet Cream Soda in a little tan can, which yeah, is I know uh, what you're talking about. very hard to find anywhere but Jewish delis. I know what you're talking um, about. And then I get a combo pastrami chopped liver sandwich, which is my go-to. And I get some onions and spicy mustard on there. and Some chopped liver. Huh? Let's go. I love chopped liver. And beef tongue's also really good, another staple in Jewish deli. Uh, I've gotten down on the beef tongue, but that's because I eat a ton of, like, Azakan or Mexican food. Like, I'm all about that stuff, and they get down on that tongue. Yeah. Mark that. You should definitely mark that, Joe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I know chopped liver is disgusting to most because it looks disgusting. Right. Uh, it tastes delicious. Good food's good food. Yes. I've had vegan cheese. That's phenomenal. This person texted in Arby's. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Arby is, like, based on? No, I it's don't like think so. fake Jewish deli? I don't think so. Okay. I think Arby's is based on a southern, like, meat and cheese diet. Okay. Because it's like ham and cheese. That's like their classic sandwich. <laughs> Melted cheddar cheese, like nacho cheese. Yeah, I'm just and ham. Yeah, I do like the just the regular roast beef sandwich from Arby's. A little uh horsey and a little Arby sauce. It's not bad. I should probably move on. <laughs> I like it. How Mike literally just looks at you and just turns his body away, redirects towards the TV as if that wasn't even a statement at all. <laughs> We're talking about good pastrami here, and you throw out Arby's. Come on. I didn't throw out Arby's. Somebody well, you were line. agreeing with it. Well, I, I mean, for, like, fast food, Arby's ain't bad. I'm not saying it's, like, good pastrami. I'm saying for fast food. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like Burgerville and Arby's, man. Hey, oh. Arby's does. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. <laughs> All right, I'm trolling. I'm trolling on that one. Hey, Arby's does do the curly fries, though. They do curly fries. I, I'm and down they with do that. have, like, 9,000 dipping sauces, which is always fun. It's just Arby's and horsey. That's all you need. You mix them together. That's your sauce. Some people like a little, little other opportunity in their life there, Patrick. So rumor on the street, Mike, is if you want to open a Jewish deli, you could do that and purchase the Mets at the same time. Ooh. If only I had that money. Why not? The Mets can't be worth that much money. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably pay, like, I don't know, $5. Five dollars. I'll buy the Mets for five dollars. You couldn't pay twenty five bucks for the Mets. Well, sure. Okay, twenty seven dollars. <laughs> My lucky number. Come on. I'd pay two hundred bucks for Jacob Degrom, but you're gonna have to cut that price down if the Mets come with him. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred fifty final offer. Final offer. Jacob Degrom lifetime contract though must be in must be in the deal. Jacob you're never De- leaving. Degrom's out there at sixty, just getting shelled in the first inning. <laughs> No, he's the manager then. And manager then player, no, because he has to pitch. That's true, that's true. Because <laughs> we don't have anybody else. <laughs> I remember the good old days. DeGrom throwing heat through that 70-mile-an-hour fastball in game one. And now it's over. I've been uh, told to look up the meeting place, uh, which was ma- apparently on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, I don't know what that shows. That is that the guy with the uh, the weird hair? That's Guy Fieri, yeah. yeah. Guy Apparently Fieri. It's, Fieri. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Apparently that's in Hillsborough, the meeting oh. place. Yeah, I never go out west. It's I'm a location bias guy. Closer to my neck of the woods than other places. Um so this is a good thing that the Wilpons are selling the Mets? Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. The Wilpons have devastated this team. Uh, and it's not fully their fault because they were swindled by Bernie Madoff, but um, if you talk to any Mets fans, this is the best news they've had in 20 years yeah. since 2000 when they made the World Series. I mean, they are they have turned into a franchise 
that is in the biggest city in the country that should have the money to compete with all the other big teams in baseball and instead brings back Jose Reyes and signs random outfielders to long-term deals and I know you know this tries to trade their best pitcher because they're they know they can't keep him I know you know this but think if you're the average baseball fan okay and you tuned in last season and you saw the dumpster fire that is the Mets minus the polar bear into ground well and McNeil or, or what's that dude's name Jeff McNeil yeah Jeff McNeil uh what if I told you that the Mets were in a World Series in the last 10 years that's true. I shouldn't have said 20 years because I forgot about that year that they lost to the Royals. See what I mean? Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Like, this team has been in a World Series in the last six years. It's not even 10. I'm not even talking like they got in in 09 or 2010. No, no, no. They lost to the Royals. They went through the Cubs, who eventually won a World Series. They lost to the Royals, who won that World Series. Like, they were poised to be something. I know. Just just as little as six years ago. And they've, for the last five years, except for maybe last year. This isn't year. like the Cleveland Browns where no, you're like, no. ha, 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 and you just laugh, or the Seattle Mariners, ha, ha, ha. No, this team was in a World Series. My, my question. With, a, with a, like a fearsome starting rotation. Not my question. Outside of last year, they were regarded as a team with the best rotation in baseball for many years. Steven Matz, Jacob deGrom, Noah Syndergaard, Matt Harvey, Zach Wheeler. And it never came to, not even once did that come to fruition. Two of those dudes don't play for that team. One can barely make a roster. Uh, well, I think one's out of baseball completely, yeah. Uh, the other one last year had like a five ERA, and the other one is a perennial Cyan winner. So you got yeah. one, right? Yeah. But for years, this team was like, oh, the Mets are going to be, look at that starting rotation. Yeah. No, not we're talking. We're talking brave status. You're looking at, like, Atlanta Braves status. Yeah, I would agree. And that is, like, hallowed ground of Smoltz, Glavian, and Maddox. I just, I I hope that whoever the new owners will be. Now, they did say in five years the Wilpons are going to phase out. So, sorry, Mets fans, it won't be immediate. But I hope whoever the new owners are, and I don't like the Mets. I I think a lot of Yankee fans like to support the Mets because it's like the cute little brother. And I think that's kind of misguided. Like that's the, that's the rival across town. You don't want to do that. I don't like the Mets, but it would be good for baseball if the Mets were good and they were spending money and they were relevant, right? A team in New York spending money. That's a, that's a huge thing. I wish the white Sox would do the same thing to match up with the Cubs. Maybe they finally will this year. I wish the angels were better so that they and the Dodgers can kind of have that big city rivalry. I think it's important when you have those kind of teams going after each other, the Mets just need a shakeup just to stop being the damn Mets. <laughs> uh, the guy that potentially is about to buy it, his name is Stephen A. Cohen. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> in Wikipedia, Stephen A. Cohen, born June 11, 1956, is an American billionaire, hedge fund manager, in all caps, Mets fan savior and philanthropist. <laughs> They've already got onto his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Uh, he's some, I I don't know about any of these companies, but he is linked at one point in his life to insider trading. So perfect. Mm, great. Perfect. I'm assuming he's a hedge fund guy, huh? Yeah. He's a hedge fund guy. Yeah. That's, 
that's where the big money comes from when you're uh, when you don't recognize any of the companies just assume hedge fund manager yeah i don't even know what a hedge fund is but that's not for here or there uh i think it would be nice because i think you have this team that is historic they've got what they've won two world series they've been to four is this history kid just nail it i don't know the 66 Mets. We're just on their Wikipedia page. The so. 86 Mets, both won. Then 2000 and 2014. 2014, 13. Like uh, 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 uh. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, World Series titles. Close. 69. Damn it. And 86. Ah. And they have won five NL pennants. Is 66 their first year of creation? 62 was their first year. Okay, well then. They have five NL pennants. I'm terrible. 69, 73, 86. Oh, they went in 73? 2000 and 2015. 1973, that means they lost to the Baltimore Orioles? Okay. That's way far back beyond where my memorized World Series was. If they did not lose to the Baltimore Orioles, they lost to the Oakland A's. 1973 World Series? Uh, and push the defending World Series champion Oakland, Oakland A's. A's. That's Reggie. Game. That's Reggie Jackson. They shocked the heavily favored Big Red Machine in the NLCS. Ah, they went to seven games against Oakland. Ah, don't worry, they got they got their World Series. It's okay. So yeah, yeah. So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's fix the Mets. Let's fix the Mets. Yes. Do we care? I care. Okay, cool. When we come back, I want to talk about a Met that is now is still in the NL East, just not pitching for New York. And is this the right deal for this new team? We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. That you did that. I was just listening to the, uh, the like surf punk on the Offspring. Offspring, big band when I was a kid. Hey, thanks for the text line for that one too. Yeah, that was. I saw that on the text line. Yeah, oh, Offspring on the text line. Yeah, <laughs> off, Offspring were solid. Someone said they'd take their first two albums over uh, Green Bay's uh, Green Day's first two albums. I was like, oh. you got Green Bay on the mind today, Joe. I guess so. Uh, well, to be to be fair, you on the Packers this weekend. No. To be uh, fair, I'm anything but betting on anything right now. <laughs> Please donate to the Joe Fisher Fund so I can bet. I'd love to use that Oregon scoreboard app. To be fair, Offspring had some of that California surf punk. Yes. Which is like, uh, you know, that famous song in Pulp Fiction? That's like surf punk, which is like a really cool genre. A really cool genre. And then they added like 90s pop punk to it, and it worked. It works really well. Offspring. Good band. We I, loved them as kids. I I was very neutral on them. I liked their big hits. They were popular. Pretty fly for a white guy. But I was not um I was not an offspring guy necessarily. Yeah, we liked we liked those dudes a lot. Uh so the Cincinnati or sorry, excuse me, the Philadelphia Phillies, which were the team that I am going to be the most interested in this year in terms of the offseason and Weren't what they you do. most interested in them last year as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they seem They're to interesting. they seem to have this giant fire that they keep throwing cash at. And I want to see how big this fire can get. <laughs> and today they signed Zach Wheeler for a five-year, $100 million deal. And my first thing is like, that guy got $100 million. $118 million. $118, good God. Uh, I don't think Zach Wheeler's all that great. He can't stay healthy. Um, I'm really, really concerned by this because I thought they would put all their chips in... I meant this to be a Zach Wheeler segment, but I think it's a Philly segment now. Well, before thought, you before you hijack it quickly, okay, I think it's a better signing than you're alluding to. Zach Wheeler has insane stuff. For sure. Like watching him, most people don't watch Zach Wheeler pitch, right? If you're a baseball fan and you're watching the Mets and you're not a Mets fan, the chances are you're watching them to see DeGrom or Syndergaard, right? Or right. they're playing your team. Only DeGrom, really. If they're playing your team and you see Wheeler and you look at his stats and you go, oh, well, we'll be able to hit this guy. And then you watch him pitch, you go, oh, my God, we're not going to be able to hit this guy. Because he throws like 99 on the corner and has a filthy slider. He's like Garrett Cole, but has way worse control. And that's the problem is he walks a lot of guys and he will occasionally serve up meatballs if they time off the pitches pretty well. But think about it this way. What are the deals that Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg are about to get? 300 plus. So you gave Zach Wheeler, who has the stuff of those guys, but not necessarily has reached that level yet, and is, is younger? I think younger. Yeah, definitely younger. You gave him 118 mil. Got him right here. He is 29. So maybe not younger. Older than I thought. But from Georgia. You gave him 118 mil and not 300 mil, and you're banking on the fact that you will get him to hone it in more consistently. I don't think that's a bad deal. I guess, I guess. And this is where I hijack. I guess my concern is there's nothing about the Phillies staff that makes me think he'll get there. Maybe Joe, I guess. Right? They got Joe. Don't they have Girardi? Yes. Yeah. Maybe Joe can dial that in. But there's nothing that has Did told Did they hire Rothschild? Is he is he now the Phillies guy? I would imagine. I mean, the Yanks got rid of him. I would imagine Joe would grab him. He is currently the pitching coach for the Padres. Oh, mm. hello. With a manager that, who's their manager? I don't remember his name. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I don't remember I his mean, name. I don't either, so I'm not cooler than you, I promise. Uh, but I, there's just nothing in the things we saw last year with, with the Phillies. Oh, we should not forget this name. Why? Jace Tingler. <laughs> Jace. We're not allowed to say his name on the air. <laughs> the Tingler. <laughs> the Tingler. Um, there's nothing that this organization has shown me over the last few years that they are going to turn around in terms of de development. And Zach Wheeler needs a little help. And maybe Girardi's the guy to do it. But I don't know if he's the guy to do it. I don't know if he's the guy to do it. I don't know who they hired as their pitching coach. I can go look that up. But uh, the... It's it's less about Girardi and more about the pitching coach. Maybe the change of scenery will help, right? Um, he's been with the Mets his whole career. He was very heavily regarded coming out of the minor leagues as a guy who's going to be one of the big top four pitchers on the staff. Never fully panned out. Maybe a change of scenery and, I don't know, maybe surprisingly less pressure because you're going to a team that's better uh, will help him a little bit. His name is Brian Price. Like the old Reds manager, Brian Price? I'm looking it up. 
The guy who was like really angry and yells all the time. Oh, that'd be super awesome. We really doing this? How's that looking? Thing? How's that looking going? <laughs> Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> I just assumed you were yes, going to click yes, on his yes, name. Yes, yes, it is. Well, he he ain't got a Wikipedia page, Mike. So I'm looking for <laughs> Wait, it. The all right. Former manager of the Reds doesn't have a Wikipedia. No, page. I'm on this NBC Sports Philly page trying to read <laughs> some crappy article written by some guy that probably doesn't even work there anymore. All right. Well, that's interesting. I don't trust him at all. So uh, I don't know. Maybe now I feel worse about Zach Wheeler going there, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, that's what I mean. I'm just uh, that's why I can't take my eyes off this Philadelphia Philly situation. It's like they're getting superstars, Real Muto and Gene Segura and Bryceley and all these people. And I don't think they're any better today than they were yesterday. Why did you call him Bryceley? I don't know, because I'm just gonna call him something different every time from okay. here on out. All right. Bryce Aroni. Okay, <laughs> that's his new name. B Rice. B Rice. <laughs> Brown Rice? Uh, I'm going to go away from that. Yeah, one. that might not be. Yeah, good I'm one. not going to stick with that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so I just, I, I think Jasmine Rice. <laughs> I'm not going to go that one either, man. <laughs> I'm actually going to stick away, get away from the rice now. Okay. But I do kind of like Bryce Aroni. Bryceless. Oh, that's his name. His name's Bryceless. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just curious. And it sounds like, cause they're, it sounds like they are in the running for a Cole Hamels or Cole Hamels for a Garrett Cole or a Steven Strasburg, but spending this kind of money on Zach Wheeler. I mean, I don't, where does their money run out? Well, it's baseball. So there's no salary cap. The right? only punishment is luxury taxes and paying a lot, and eventually you lose some draft picks because of that, which is which just does hurt. You're paying so much money to Bryceless, and now you've got Wheeler. Can you really afford a Strauss or a or a Cole? You can afford whoever you want in baseball. It's just what are you what are you willing to pay? The Indians can't afford Frankie Lindor, as they told Thanos. Was it worth it? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, you're going to get to it because you're watching the Marvel movies, right? I am, yeah. So you'll get to it. Okay. But, it's going to uh, take me like two years to get there. Um, But is it going to be worth it? I don't know. You're in a really tough division. The Braves are also really good. <laughs> uh, and it's it's just one of those things where you're like, well, okay, you can keep spending money if you think it's going to work. But I'm just down to keep watching them try. Because I oh, also I'm, think I'm down to watch a dumpster. Fire. I also think it's good for baseball to have one team that just spends and spends and spends because it's funny, but also exciting. And it makes for appointment Unless it's viewing the Yankees. Well, I mean, even if it's the Yankees, right? Yeah. If the Yankees were that team for a while and it was funny because they got like Kevin Brown and like random bad pl- Carl Pavano, Carl Pavano, and everyone's like one. laughing about how stupid they are. And but it also makes for appointment viewing because it's like, well, what if it works, right? Alex or, Rodriguez, or if it's a dumpster fire, yeah, well, you won a World Series at least. Yeah. Um, or it's a dumpster fire, it's fun to watch. So, if there's one team in baseball doing that, I think that's good for baseball. So, All right. keep doing it, Phillies. Okay, so we'll watch the Phillies do this uh, S show and we'll see uh, what Bryceless and the band uh, can get together. Maybe I they pers- can turn it into a compost pile of a World Series win. I personally do not love this Zach Wheeler signing, but you know, I think it's solid. I probably would have liked it if it was Chicago. I don't know if I like it as Philly. Why? Because Chicago White Sox? Yeah. Because apparently the White Sox offered more and he said no because he wanted to stay closer to the East Coast. No. Because <clears throat> oh, his, yeah, his, his wife is from, from New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. You Jersey people are weird. 
I mean, I moved to Oregon, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you you're weird. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of that. When we come back, we do have fair or foul. Blazers up 83-80 with six minutes left in the third. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys care, but we'll keep you updated on that. When we come back, fair or foul, but first there's Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is Fair or Foul. Without further ado, we will turn this over to DJ Fishsticks, Joseph Fisher III. What's up? I heard you my say cholesterol. Z- Hello. You know, I thought about that tonight, too. I, I, I put a little bit yeah, too much right. salt in my dinner, like when I'm seasoning stuff. I, I think I need to lay off the salt. I don't myself. put any salt in anything. Uh, I used to do the pink Himalayan salt. and I do my, have some of that uh, at home. My broke ass can't afford it anymore. So Fair we, enough. We uh, just have a giant salt lick in the backyard that I'll just cut off <laughs> some salt, you know, and just throw that Fair in the pan. Fair enough. I heard you say Zers earlier, though. I was going to say that initially. Zers? Yeah, and I feel like the Zers uh, moniker gets a lot of hate, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying to push it a little bit more. All right, I'm in. Make a comeback. I'm in. I like it. I'm he- not in. You guys can go ahead. Help and do me, that Patrick. Help what? What's wrong please? with the Zers? I don't know. I Are feel you like, the May? I feel like it's one of those things where people it's like, like if you to call get pizza za. Well, people no, do that. No, 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 no. That's stupid. Yeah, those some, people are idiots. But the Zers, you call the Zers. Pizza and soda, man. Come on. Don't have time for full words, all right? Instantaneous <laughs> world that we live in now. I got to cut some letters out. Anyways, fair or foul? Uh, so the White Sox, they are bumming on losing out on free agents, man. I know. Last they want year, everybody so bad. Last year, it was Manny Machado. They just missed out on Zach Wheeler. Reports are saying they're going hard after Jock Peterson, which I guess is a consolation prize. 220, 30 home <laughs> runs. Let's go, baby. So, so fair or foul? We need Adam Dunn again. <laughs> fair or foul? Not Jock Peterson, but the White Sox will land a big player in this offseason. Well, define big. Damn it. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Because big to them could be Jock Peterson. They want to spend money. They came out and said, it's time. Let's go. We're going to go try and win this thing. Chicago is a nice city. Yep. People would like to live in Chicago. Now, you are not on the Cubs. You are on the south side of Chicago, which is uh, not great. Home of Barack Obama. Uh, true. Greatest also, president in the 2000s. Also home of... Uh, Tough company. Lots of gunfire. <laughs> lots of gunfire. South Chicago. Not, not a great place to live. But um, South side. You want to live in Chicago? Well, you, know, you get to play guaranteed right field. That's really exciting. Right? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like the White Sox will get somebody, and they'll spend big for that somebody. Maybe two people. I just don't think they're a real player for the big, big names. So I'll say foul. Uh, The answer is fair because the Chicago White Sox will 100% spend five years, way too much money, on the nationally comeback player of the year, Josh Donaldson. 
Does that not seem like the perfect place? Nobody's going to pay Josh Donaldson the money he wants. He wants so much money. Is it Moncada playing third for them, though? They'll move him to second. Mark my word. I'm going to call it right now. Who's their second baseman? Uh, I don't know. They got Anderson at short. Yeah. Watch them bring Todd Frazier back for no damn reason. That would be a terrible idea. That would be a really (laughs) terrible idea. But I'll bet you they signed. They have Nick Madrigal in the minors. Hey, let's go. That could be a second baseman in the future. Cool, trade him. (laughs) Trade his ass. Get him him. out of here. Send him out of here. I'll bet you the White Sox get Josh Donaldson. I'll say it now, right here. I don't know if that's a... Is that a big signing? That's a big yes. signing. He's the you know, comeback player of the year. He had 35 oh, bombs last comeback year. Comeback player of the year. So exciting. He had 35 bombs last year. He's just saying that like it's a big deal because Cookie Carrasco won comeback player of the year. The man had cancer, Joe. <laughs> yeah, cancer. Jesus. How could you, Joe? Lay off, He's like, man. that award is important, it okay? It means something, okay? Oh, gosh. All right. So, um, on, Joe. Speaking of dudes Joe who came back. Joe hates cancer. Apparently. Okay, let's not put that out there. My God. Well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Cole Hamels, old man Cole Hamels signed on today with the Braves. The Bravos. Uh, probably fleeced him, honestly. Like 18 mil for a year. That's ridiculous. Know, right? He's like, man, He's you're like, a World Series MVP and you can sudden get that kind of money? <laughs> Seriously, Evan Turner Strasburg's move. like, can't wait till I'm 36. I mean, Evan Turner <laughs> move. He probably picked up. The, you're giving me what? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm there. I'll be there in a minute. Hold on. I'm booking my flight. I don't um, even know the address. Call the f- private jet. I can <laughs> afford it again. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so when I look on Twitter, I, of course, see the Cole Hamels, one of the most dominated pitchers we've seen the last decade. And, you know, people yeah, going he was off. great 10 years ago. Fair or foul. Cole Hamels, when he came back from injury last year, uh, about August time, a ERA above five after that point. Fair or foul? Oh. It was an oblique strain, I believe, that I'm he had say during foul. the season. I'm I'm I think say, he pitched really well after that. I'm going to say foul. I think the stat was he was pitching at a 5 ERA until the oblique strain, and then his last five starts had like a 1-2 ERA. I believe that's true. I think he was the only guy on the staff that was actually trying to Make get the, the Cubs to the playoffs. And apparently now, they just want to trade everybody. Yeah, apparently they're blowing they're, it up for some They're reason. blowing it up. They're going to keep Rizzo because he sells tickets, and let's just trade Chris Bryant. I'm also <clears throat> bravo Chris to Bryant? you guys for getting rid of Addison Russell. Where does where does Chris Bryant land on that list of Mookie, Frankie, Nolan Arenado? Last. Really? Yeah. I love Bryant. I like Chris Bryant a lot. That was one of the notifications I saw yesterday on my phone about the Cubs being like desperate, manic about so trying weird. to trade. So weird. Um, wait, Send did Quintana I, back to the south side. Did I get fair fouls? Did I, what did I we get We got here? fouls. We're fouls. And we said that he had a five ERA before the oblique injury put him on the IL, and then he came we back. We think he like pitched well ERA. afterwards, yeah. All after. right. Well, it is fair, fellas. Mark Bowman on Twitter, at MLB Bowman. I swore I saw a tweet that said the opposite. Hamels had a 2.98 ERA in 17 starts before he strained his oblique near Whoopsies. the end of June. Whoopsies. He had a 5.79. ERA in the 10 starts that he made after so he I returned from it. the injured list. We both reversed the tweet. Memory. Well, hopefully. Well, I don't look at Twitter because it's, it's a cesspool, so I didn't see that. Tweet Lexia. Oh, um, come on. Come on. Oh, come on what? Yeah, hey, Mark Bowman giving you great info and stats like that. You're getting great, you fools. great jokes about the Peloton commercial. That's 
viral right now. What did Yoda say when he saw himself on TV? I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> that that was good timing. Uh, I don't know. HDMI. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, continue. Um. So, yeah, Cole Hamels, he sucked after he got injured. He's going to suck with the Braves, and he's going to get paid $18 million for it. So going to get Dallas him. Keuchel back? So I don't think like he's going to no. suck with the Braves. Ooh, the White Sox gave Dallas Keuchel, too. All right, so on to our next one. Um, last offseason was the offseason of the 300 million. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm it was the offseason of the $300 million Big contract. Name. We saw Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. 500. More. 600. More. 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 Uh, 300 million. Probably. Possibly. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Arenado, though, was one of those $300 million contracts, and he is a uh, he is a favorite of the hot corner. We love him here. What up, dude? Uh, six, seven straight gold gloves? Yeah. Something like that. But Might as well be 10 at this point. one year be. into that contract, Rocky's looking to trade him, possibly fair or foul. That contract was a mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake because he's one of the best players in baseball. Um, and I think what it does, it allows you to get as much as you can for him because he's a really safe player to trade for because he's really good and he's got a long-term deal so he's not going to leave he's extremely reliable he doesn't really get hurt nope. he does everything well he fields well he's a leader in the clubhouse he's clutch hits for power hits for average uh i mean, I mean there it is not often that a guy <clears throat> at nolan arenado's skill level that locked in becomes available and I think, you know, if just taking one further on a fair foul, fair that the Rockies should be shopping him because that team needs so much help right now. They are now. so bad. They are so bad right now, and they fell off so fast and so hard that he is the only thing that's going to save them is to sell him now, ship him somewhere, and get everything you possibly can for him. They don't have a lot coming to the minors either. They had a couple of young guys who... They have David Dahl, who can't stay healthy. Well, and there's a guy... Uh, oh, I'm going to forget his name. They had a guy who was a second baseman, I think, came up this year. Uh, one, They got a couple of guys who are regarded as good prospects, but beyond that, they're empty, and they have no pitchers. None whatsoever. So they need as much help as they can get. I know it's hard to find good pitchers in Denver. Right. But they need as much help as they can get. They tra- they should trade him. I want to see Arenado in a Rockies uniform forever, but he ain't going to do squadoosh out there. Trade him now. I'd like to see him in the playoffs. I'd love to see him in the playoffs. And not a wild card game where they're getting smoked by someone else. I know where he should go. Where? Cincinnati, baby. He can't. They have Mike Moustakis. Keep bringing him. Keep bringing him. Reds. Mike Moustakis is there to play second. And Todd Frazier. Let's just get a bunch of third basemen. They have Eugenio Suarez. Trade for uh, Justin Turner. I heard the Reds might be interested in uh, uh, Jin Ryu. They should be. Ew. The Reds should be in on everything. The Central is garbage right now. It's wide open. Cardinals got pitching. That's it. Cubs are blowing it up. Brewers are falling apart. Pirates suck. It's the Reds' time. It's the Reds' time, baby. Let's do it. Well, let's do it. Joey Votto. Let's do it as if I care. I don't care. Let's do it. Joey Votto is like, I don't know what to do with my hands right now with this winning thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, what? No, 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 no. I just want to collect checks. <laughs> well, he hasn't won anything yet, so he's he's totally fine knowing and, what he can do with his hands. And Craig Biggio is way into the uh, Hall of Fame. Watch them be good and Joey Votto just is absolutely terrible and can't do a damn thing. I feel like Votto's way better than you're giving him credit for that to say he's in a Craig Briz- 
Craig Biggio his way into the is Hall Joey of Votto a Hall of Famer? Yes. No. Yes. That's not Dude, his stats no. are insane. <laughs> Don't not care. Question. Don't care. The answer is no. There's a, there's fair or foul. Was How about that? Fair foul, Joey Votto, Hall of Famer, fair all day long. No, because he likes rice, Mike. That's why. Back to the rice. Here we go. Here we go. Always back to the rice. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Uh, that's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fame. You know, the song isn't that bad, but when you find out it was, it's Green Day, you're like, wait a sec, isn't that a punk band? I think that's where, that's the problem. And the fact that they're like 40 when they're singing this song. Yeah, it is not that bad of a song. Prime. No, it's not. Like, as far as like a pop rock song, I think it's totally fine. It's catchy. It's it's well written. It progresses well. Yeah. I like the intro a lot. But when you find out it's Green Day, you're just like, man. What happened? You know what happened? They decided they wanted to make money from their music. Make a lot of money. Lots of dollars. Yeah, I honestly remember as a kid watching the video music awards on MTV and they won like every damn award. And I'm just like, what? And yeah, now that I'm older and you say that, Mike, makes tons of sense. Yeah. I think there's there's a crossroads a lot of bands come to. And a lot of fans of bands hate when their band, quote-unquote, sells out. Right? That first Maroon 5 album was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I loved that album so much. But music's really hard, and the best way to make money is to be massively popular, right? So if you can figure out a way to change your music to become massively popular, then good on you. It's the same way I feel about contracts in baseball, right? Like, you can make your money, go make it. Um, now I have way more respect for the bands that don't change their style and still become popular because they're just that good. Right. But that's few and far between, you know? So would you pay the lots of money it's going to cost to go see Rage Against the Machine? No. Why not? Um, I like Rage, but it's not necessarily like, oh my God, I have to see that show. You know, it's not one of those bands for me. So no, I, I, I would not. I kind of like really want to see that band. So go see him. Uh, I, I can't afford that. Well, what is that? Theater of the Clouds? It's going to be a lot of money. I mean, I'm sure the whole thing's sold out, and black market tickets are going to be like two grand a pop. Oh, okay. It's Rage Against the Machine. They haven't played in like 20 years. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I've seen the band, but I haven't seen De La Roca. I mean, like not many people have for 20 years. I am not necessarily a concert guy. Like, I like going to shows. Also, I think it's ridiculous that a band called Rage Against the Machine, their tickets cost as much as they cost. Like, is this kind of defeating the purpose? Well, again, Aren't sometimes, we anti? Sometimes, sometimes bands Aren't do anti? crazy things to make to money. make dollars. Um, I'm not a huge concert guy. Like, I, I, Lord, I don't, don't take that the wrong way. I love going to shows with bands that I like. I think it's really fun. Yeah. But I don't like to go to shows just randomly because it's a band. Like, oh, I kind of like that band. Like, I know a lot of people are like, I'm just going to go to any concert I can get my my hands on. Right? Live music's live music, bro. Um, that's not me. So, I like Rage Against the Machine, but I never loved Rage Against the Machine. So, no, I will not try to go to that show. I loved that band. That band was really fun. They are fun. They're yeah. a great band. Yeah. They are a 
palatable heavy rock slash metal band. Yeah. Yeah. Pop metal. I call them pop metal. That's pop that, metal. That's my own term for it because it's metal that can become popular. Tom Morello's going to strangle you with a guitar wire. Well, shut up, Tom Morello. <laughs> Start listening to stuff that growls and tell me you're not pop metal. Pop metal. That's so funny. That's just what I personally no, call No, no, no. You're totally fine. I think I think there's a lot of validity in that, in calling them that kind of band. It's like System of a Down was kind of like pop metal. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny because like when you see Rage Against the Machine and De La Roca's like, speaking of MTV VMAs, uh, swinging from a structure on stage, like blacked out drunk, that doesn't scream to me like pop metal, you know? That screams to me well, like when the, uh, you might have some issues. Well, when the... The other side is Slayer literally raining blood on their crowd during the song <laughs> Raining Blood. I think that sounds pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. There's uh, also a band that just like sprays fake blood out of like from the stage. Yeah. I forget which band that is. Just though. super soakers on stage. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I forget which band that is. I want to say it's like August Burns Red or something, but I think that would piss me off. <laughs> It's part of the show, man. I think I'd be pretty pissed off if I got covered in blood at a show. It wasn't real blood, as far as you know. I'd rather it be real blood if it's going to stain everything. Might as well have a good story. Everybody comes out of that concert covered in blood. Oh, my God, what happened? Oh, it's just the Slayer show. Don't worry. They played Raining Blood. It rained blood. Oh, this band, dude, is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, this band's awesome, brah. It'd be way worse if the band Anthrax just, like, spread Anthrax around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here you go. Nobody leaves that show. Axel Rose is literally throwing guns and roses in the crowd. <laughs> the dude from Anthrax pulls a LeBron James, just the powder in yeah. there. <laughs> just powder to the whole crowd. Brett Michaels, every rose has its thorn, just poison spraying into the audience. <laughs> is this how we do it? Just the name of your band is what you throw into the audience? <laughs> Yeah, man. What does Green Day throw into the audience? Cheeseheads. If Joe is concerned, they are going to be cheeseheads. Yeah. Yes, I love these guys. <laughs> they, they speak to me. I love Green Day. Hey, when this band, when this album first came out, you used to have to know they had to tour for like five years before they got famous. But I caught this band a little early, hipster moment. This album was really cool. Maroon 5? Yeah. Yeah, this was a good album. Before Levine became Levine. This has a little bit like a Matchbox 20 sound to it. Yeah, but it was like later in the 90s, and I think their guitar player is really solid. That was cool. Songs about about Jane is the album title. And Levine's voice is phenomenal. He is a great artist, too. And it's just different. Nobody else sounds like Adam Levine. And this is acting as our closeout music. (laughs) Oh, is it really? (laughs) It's that time, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) It's all right, man. Michael Jackson's in Maroon 5. He wishes. And Maroon 5 is canceled. (laughs) And it's over. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week at 7 o'clock, as we'll do that for the rest of the time. Uh, Enjoy the Pac-12 championship on the weekend or on the Friday night, as I will, too. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Do something I would do. Like, maybe go spin this record from start to finish. Who knows? T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.